Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. And let's just say, since the last show on Monday, a lot of interesting things going on. Um, just probably about two hours ago, maybe three hours ago, before I started to post about this show, sitting down, getting ready to record this show, I had late breaking news, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit in regards to a female that was arrested for a DUI hit and run. And she indicated she knew she hit something or someone. I'm not really sure. I just barely read the headlines on it. I did get some audio on it. Not going to be able to play it in today's show. Save it for the next show. That's what I'm going to do. I need to do more research on this. But I know when a bunch of reporters were asking her, what happened? Do you have anything to say? She just indicated she's sorry that she hit an NYPD officer. And now our hearts go out to the victim and their family. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. So many crazy things going on. Look, there was a three car, three different crashes, I should say. Three different crashes uh, the other day. And I had to avoid that. I ended up taking a fast track getting into work. Uh, the day before, uh, I guess we had a slight little bit of rain, heavy kind of winds, and an 18-wheeler flipped on the 15 freeway. Guess what direction he was going? Westbound. If you said westbound, you got it right. What direction do I go in the morning? Westbound. If you would have said westbound, you would have got that right. I got routed 20 miles out of my way to get to work. 
Yeah, 20 miles out of my way to get to work. California is a nice place to live. Riding or driving on the freeways, totally suck. Totally suck. And I'm going to tell you why. In other states, if there is a crash, they have exits a little bit more frequently than here in California. I can drive down the road, and it might be four or five miles before I'm able to take an exit on some of the freeways. So, going westbound on the 15 early in the morning, this guy ends up flipping his 18-wheeler on its side. Don't know how he did that, but he did. Just after an exit. So, all that traffic is backed up, and there is nowhere for anybody to exit. That traffic backs up, 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 up. It was backed up for at least, at least 15 miles. 15-mile backup. You see, this is why I hate driving in California. I really hate it. I despise it. I hate it. I wish, I wish in a way that I didn't have to, but I do have to drive in California. But they need to make maybe other roads, other exits to other places like they do in some of the other states. Kind of reminds me when I was driving in North Carolina, going one time from, I guess, Charlotte Airport, and I was going down to Jacksonville, North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. You talk about mileage that had no, but there's less traffic out there. There's less traffic driving out there, and they drive slow as snails anyways. Sorry, North Carolina, but it's true. I think your top speed out there is still 50 or 55. I'm so used to going to 70, 75 out here in California, and yeah, it would take forever to get to Jacksonville, North Carolina. From Charlotte. It was terrible. It was just so terrible. But here in California, it's terrible as well. Just got to let you guys know. If there's some kind of a crash that happens, crash on the side of the road so we can actually get up past you. Because when they have a signal and everything is closed down, everything is closed down for at least two to three hours. Mileage backs up. People are late for work. Some people probably turned around and just went home and said they called it a day. I couldn't do that. Oh, I wish I could have. That would have been fun. But luckily, nobody was hurt. Nobody was killed. But the very next day, when there was a crash, three car cra or three separate crashes, and they always happen around Green River. Somebody tell me what's going on at Green River where there's always these crashes and I can't get around them. If somebody can let me know that, that would be a piece of cake. Because I hate taking the side roads because then you're stuck with the red lights and they, they take their time to change and then people still cut in. They figured, oh, the light's red. Oh, I still got three more cars that will go through. They're stuck in the middle of the intersection. Then when it's your turn to go, you can't go because they, 
got their cars in the middle of the intersection. You can't get through there. By that time, your light changes. Then you try to go through. The guy on the left or to the right of you that gets the next opportunity to go, they go ahead and start beeping the horn really crazy and stepping on the gas, and you can end up getting killed or into a car crash right there. That's why I don't take side roads on that. That's a lesson learned. I've learned the hard way. Uh, it took me forever. I could have walked faster than I would have made it through that intersection, and I probably would have got to work a whole lot sooner. So I'm telling you people, you got to slow down, slow down, and stop causing all these crashes because they're not good for anybody. They're not good for anybody's blood pressure when they're stuck in traffic. Uh, they're not good for their body, their alignment when they're sitting there for hours and not doing anything. Just come on. Lighten up a little bit here with this traffic stuff. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. All right, when we come back, when we come back, a follow-up, if you will, a follow-up on that 17-year-old driver who killed the woman. Miss Munoz, you remember her? We'll be back right after this. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey, are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. But babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. 
All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. So last Friday seemed to be very interesting here in Los Angeles as a 17-year-old driver amidst to vehicular manslaughter in West L.A. He was the driver that drove the Lamborghini that killed an innocent woman, Miss Munoz, if you remember that. He admitted to felony vehicular manslaughter. And here is the audio that I got from ABC7 out here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound And here we go. Police say the 17-year-old was driving the Lamborghini SUV at more than 100 miles per hour when the crash occurred. Victim's family is speaking out, demanding tough consequences for the teen. Eyewitness News reporter Sid Garcia has more from juvenile court. He pleaded guilty, which was another small token of the victory. The victim's uncle spoke for the family of Monique Munoz after today's court proceeding. While a dozen or so demonstrators were outside demanding justice for Munoz, the teenage driver behind the wheel of the Lamborghini SUV that struck Monique's car admitted to vehicular manslaughter in juvenile court. The crash happened back on February 17th. Munoz was heading home to Hawthorne when she was hit by the 17-year-old in West L.I. Police say the driver of the Lamborghini was speeding at the time of the deadly crash. We want him to go to prison and understand the consequences of his doing. I want his father to feel his son gone, okay, for years, because Monique is gone for life. You understand me? This is where we're at. L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon explained why this case was in juvenile court, not bumped up into adult court. It's important to recognize that we're dealing with the juvenile. The juvenile brain development is is a, an issue when we're dealing with these cases. Uh, science tells us very clearly that juveniles are incapable of appreciating the total import of their actions, and therefore juvenile court deals with issues in a very different way than we deal with adults. According to the DA's office, the 17-year-old was placed under house arrest. He's due back in juvenile court at the end of June for a disposition-setting hearing. They have options. Monique doesn't. Monique has no options. Uh, that Her options closed uh, February 17th, 21. But they have options. And that's what's devastating to us. So will the family take any civil action against the teen driver's family? The uncle indicated when I asked him about that, that's a conversation they still have to have as a family. All right, and again, this sound came from ABC7 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, our uh, district attorney, LA Los, or the Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Casson, um, kind of indicated, yeah, he's going to treat him as a minor because he's 17 years old. His brain isn't fully developed. Basically, that's what he's saying. He's not really considered an adult. Age of 18, you're considered as an adult then you get adult consequences. Well, here's a thought for you. Um, Yeah. He drives a big boy's car. Big boy actions need to be taken care of. 
he drives a Lamborghini going up and down the road with his dad, speeding, figuring out who is faster. And I've played that audio in the previous shows. If he's playing that kind of role, he knows exactly what he's doing. Fine. He's going to be sentenced. Don't know what, but here's a thought for you. And if this uh, L.A. County District Attorney is listening, here's a couple recommendations coming from me. If you put him in house arrest, ensure that he can only go to one place. He should do it more than once a week. He should end up going to the Los Angeles County Morgue, the Orange County Morgue, whatever kind of morgue that you can find in a, say, 100 mile an hour, or not 100 mile an hour, that's how fast he was probably going, a 100 mile radius. And when there is one of these crashes that happen, or a hit and run, a DUI crash, let him go in there and participate with the coroner. Let him see face-to-face what he did to Miss Munoz. Like the family member said, he's got options. She doesn't have any more options. She was killed on February 17th, 2021. She has no more options. He has got options. And I'm saying, put him in there, make him go, Spend time, call it community service, whatever you want to call it. Put him in the place where the morgues are and actually have him look at an autopsy. Maybe this will change him. And matter of fact, how about anybody else that has these DUI hit and runs, vehicular manslaughter, driving crazy? Let them know what they did and how to fix it. Spend a weekend, spend a day or two, spend a night. During an autopsy, things will change drastically. And I've talked about this before. I have talked about this so much before. When I was in high school, we used to have driver education. Here in California and other states, it costs too much. Really? What was the cost of Ms. Munoz's life? What was the cost of her life? And did this 17-year-old kid take any kind of driver education? Any. Whether it's in school or out of school. Did he even get any driver education? We used to watch horror films in uh, driver education. We used to see crashes. We used to see him hit head-on. We used to see intersection crashes. We've seen it all when I was in high school. That made me think, man, I am not going to be doing that kind of stuff. We need to get back to that. I don't care how much it costs. It needs to go. We need to have it back. Because quite honestly, Miss Munoz is not coming back. And because she's not coming back, she doesn't get a chance to experience anything. Where this guy, he's going to laugh this off in about two years. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. 
Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. A developing story in the East Bay where police say two people were killed, including a child, when another driver suspected of being drunk rear-ended their car at high speed. It happened on West Leland Road in Pittsburgh, and it left a scene that officers describe as devastating. KTVU's Amber Lee is there tonight with more on what happened. Amber. Julie, we're on West Leland Road, and this is one of the two cars involved in this deadly crash, a silver Toyota Corolla destroyed. The second car is further up the road. Police say a total of nine people were involved in this crash. Two people died, including a seven-year-old girl. Pittsburgh police say they received the first call about the deadly two-car crash at 6.08 Monday evening. When first responders arrived, they say they found three children ejected from the silver Toyota Corolla, ages seven, four, and one. Upon arrival, they found an absolutely devastating scene. Um, Two vehicles had collided. One of that vehicles had five occupants, uh, two adults and three children. The youngest child was ejected along with the car seat over the fence of a nearby golf course. That child and the four-year-old are in critical condition and the seven-year-old, a girl, and the adult male driver died. A woman in the same car is in serious but stable condition. Police say the driver of a black Camaro has been arrested for driving drunk. Investigators say he was speeding, possibly going 85 miles per hour. The speed limit here on West Leland Road is 45 miles per hour. Police say that driver rear-ended the Toyota. There were three passengers in the Camaro, including a 10-year-old. Police say no one in that car suffered serious injuries. I have been with the department for about 16 years now, and this is absolutely one of the most devastating collisions that I've ever personally uh, witnessed. 
Police have not yet identified the driver of the Camaro. Investigators say they found alcohol in the car. The driver faces charges of driving under the influence and vehicular manslaughter. Again, a man and a seven-year-old girl died in this crash. Julie? Yeah, heartbreaking story. Amber, thank you. And again, that story came from KTVU, Channel 2, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I came in with that for a specific reason. I wanted to ensure that I had the full maximum potential of people listening when I came back from the commercial break. I see this each and every day. I see this each and every day, speeding up and down the roads, 85 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, in and out of traffic, out here on the 91 free, or on the 15 freeway and a 91 freeway. I just need to set up a camera and just have you guys watch it. It is so insane how these guys will go tailgating you in and out of traffic. And unfortunately, now there's two people that are dead, including a child. Okay. Driver, 85 miles an hour in a 45 zone. Really? Does this guy really need to be behind the wheel anymore? Does he need to be behind the wheel? I am going to go ahead and say, I don't think so. But when is it going to end? When it happens to somebody within your own family, when it happens to somebody that you know, somebody you love, then all of a sudden you're going to go, well, I don't think we need to be doing that kind of stuff anymore. But that's where it's coming down to. If it doesn't affect me, then you just go on with your life. But it affects somebody somewhere somebody's loved one whether it be an aunt uncle cousin father brother sister mother niece nephew it's somebody that is affected and that somebody that is affected you may know either as a co-worker or some acquaintance some way shape or form and it's just disheartening all right i think it's about time again All right, the top story from the previous show, which was last Monday. This one comes from Fox 35, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And it was a heartbreaking story with two sisters just on their way to the grocery store. They didn't make it because somebody decided, we're going to drive the way we want. Now, this crash happened. Also developing, two women are dead after their car was slammed into in Palm Bay. Fox 35 Stephanie Buffamonte was the only person to speak with the family. She's now live with new details. Stephanie, this is just such a tragic story. A tragic, tragic story for this poor family. The family tells me that the two women who were killed in this crash were sisters simply trying to run an errand at Publix over here. You can see in the crash, it knocked down a cement uh, bus bench and a sign over here. I spoke to that family. They say they are just desperately now looking for answers. Horrible, terrible, like I want to die. Ramon Villanueva is heartbroken. He's mourning the loss of his wife of more than 20 years, Noemi Hammond. She was my baby. <laughs> she was my love. <laughs> she, she was everything to me. 
Hammond and her sister Maria Ramirez were driving to get groceries when their car was hit near Babcock Street and Palm Bay Road. Police say a dark blue Chrysler 300 took off from the scene with its front bumper dragging. And put my mom and her mom in the grave, like, at 7 p.m. on a crowded street. Who does that? The family is still in shock. It's hard to believe. Like Maybe. my sister kept saying all day, we're just waiting for them to come back through the door any minute. I just, well, I can't believe she's just gone. Like, it's unbelievable. You can see their white car was smashed in. Police are still investigating to see if speed or racing were factors in this deadly crash. The family says Hammond's head was so badly injured, it is almost beyond recognition. My mom's beautiful face. She was so beautiful. She was beautiful. A desperate plea from the family as police continue to look for the car that they believe fled from the scene. Be a human being, be decent, and just come forward and face the consequences for what you did because you messed up. You did. You killed two innocent people. Now, officers are hoping any video or surveillance video will help them with this investigation. They haven't confirmed that that blue car was involved, but they do want to speak with that driver. Now, there was another black car here at the scene that was also damaged. They're still working to see how that car was involved. But if, depending on the outcome of this investigation, charges could be filed against that driver. Now, if you have any information, please call police. Reporting live, Stephanie Belfonte, Fox 35 News. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that was the top story from the previous show. Sad, sad indeed. And if you listen to the family members, you know what you did. Turn yourself in. Make it easy on yourself. That way you can move on. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Until next week or to the next show, hopefully it will be Sunday. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Put your cell phones in the glove box and take them out when you're done. We'll be back. <laughs>